On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got to have a chat with Vincenzo from EcomC, an Amazon agency. Such a good conversation. We talked about what it takes from getting a listing from A to Z. We talked all about all of the, the little things that you may not think about that actually add to you being incredibly successful. For any D2C brands that are thinking, man, I got to get on Amazon. We got to figure out some other income source. This is the episode for you guys. If you are a mid seven figure brand and above, listen up. Are you struggling with ads this year? Uh, how about growth in general? What about profitability? Supply chain issues got you down? You are not alone. As a brand owner myself, I totally get this. iOS 14 has ravaged many smaller brands. The good news, our clients at Upgrowth and the brands that we own have not been touched. Don't get me wrong. We had to fight to figure out how to advertise effectively in a post-surveillance ad world, but we learned some incredible lessons along the way, and we want to share some of those lessons with you. So go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow to apply for a free growth plan today so we can show you what is working in a post iOS 14.5 world. Again, that is www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow. Now, on to today's episode. Someone on my team thought I either had superpowers or woke up at 5 a.m. to crunch client numbers. Turns out, I just used Triple Whale. Yeah, that's what one of their customers said, and he may be onto something. No one has to know the secret weapon to your success is Triple Whale's powerful analytics platform, built to accurately pinpoint your ad spend across networks, making you look like the smartest person in the room. Their robust app helps you clarify your campaign's performance so you can run smarter, faster, more effective ad spends in real time and reap the rewards. Are you a genius? Only one way to find out. Guys, want to take Triple Whale for a spin? Stop by triplewhale.com upgrowth and use promo code upgrowth for 15% off. Now, on to today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Today I am joined by Vincenzo all the way from London, England from EcomC. Vincenzo, welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Thank you very much. I mean, it's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate it. And yeah, looking forward to share as much knowledge as possible to your audience. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm really looking forward to the subject that we are talking about today. We are going to be talking all about Amazon. We're going to be talking about the A to Z of Amazon, trying to figure out what the best way to launch is, what the best strategies are. Before we really get into that, Vincenzo, uh, for people who don't know anything about you or anything about EcomC, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Sure. So yeah, um, I'm the founder and CEO of EcomC, and we're basically a full Amazon brand management agency. We specialize on everything that has to to basically scale and um, and launch your your brand on Amazon. So we do everything from the advertising, listing optimization, basically all the things that you need to succeed and, and have your product getting sold in there. So a little bit about my background. Actually, my background is a fully different compared to e-commerce. My background ah, is engineering. Interesting. And and uh, yeah, so I did aerospace engineering. And, and I landed in e-commerce kind of by mistake because I was looking, you know, I always wanted to do my own business, have my own thing. And one of the things that first came up uh, was Amazon FBA. 
And basically, that's what got me starting to in the entrepreneurship journey. So I launched my my brand, my products, and then over time, uh, as I started getting some success with my brand, uh, people start reaching out uh, to ask for consulting. And then I say, okay, there's actually need for consulting as well, and uh, you know, to support brands and people in the commerce space. And that's how e-commerce uh, it comes. It came to fruition. Now we've been in business for over three years now, and we've been working with uh, brands all around the globe. Yeah. <laughs> Cool, cool. That's great. Well, hey, let's let's get into uh, some of the strategies that you guys use. I'd love to hear uh, what this launch strategy actually looks like for brands. You know, a lot of the brands that are listening to this podcast right now, you know, are D2C brands. Yeah. Uh, they've realized that this year has been really difficult when, it's, when it comes to customer acquisition, finding new customers, you know, using paid ads, all of that kind of stuff. It's been a really difficult year. You know, a, a lot of the people listening to this are, they're surviving, right? But they're yeah. not necessarily thriving. And I think adding some amazing third-party marketplaces like Amazon, yep. you know, which is which which most of the transactions <laughs> in the world happen on Amazon, is is the right move to go. Talk to me, walk me through what to think about before launch. Yeah, 100%. So I think whenever it comes to launching on Amazon, usually you have three phases. You have the pre-launch strategy, you have the launch strategy, and you have the post-launch strategy. So usually those are the three different phases you're going to go through whenever you launch your brands and products on Amazon. So let's start first with the pre-launch strategy. So for a brand that has never sold on, on Amazon before, I would say the number one thing that you need to do, first of all, is identify if there is actually a demand for your products on Amazon, right? Because yeah. uh, sometimes people think that just for the fact that you're going to put something on Amazon, just because it's Amazon, is going to sell. But sometimes there isn't, you know, the, the demand for that for, uh, that kind of product. So the number one thing I would advise everybody listening to this podcast is number one thing you need to do is analyze if there is actually demand for the keywords that describe your products, right? And not just gotcha. the demand. Yeah. I think it's also understanding if you can actually compete because... Sometimes there is demand, but sometimes you don't have actually the product to be competitive enough in terms of pricing and features. Totally. So. I, I want to I wanna step in here for one, for one second. It's, it's interesting with some products, right? I don't think that all products lend themselves to Amazon because, yeah. because there's a lot of products that work really, really well on Facebook, right? Yeah. And, and you'd put an ad in front of them, but it's not something somebody's going to be searching for. Mm. Right. It's a it's it's some kind of novel product that's like, hey, check this yeah. thing out. But you're not going in and searching for I'm trying to think of a good example here. And, and I'm sure we can all sort of think yeah. of these. It's like, oh, that was a perfect product for Facebook. Yeah, it's, I think it's like a fidget spinner phenomenon. The fidget spinner was something that people didn't need. But when they saw the video, it, yeah, I'm going to buy it from uh, from Facebook to the ad. And, and, and that's why it exploded. Yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah. Totally agree with you. There are definitely some products that uh, are not for Amazon. And that's why before we do any kind of work with any people, we need to make sure there is demand. And after we identify the demand, we need to make sure that you are competitive enough, right? So yeah. once we identify those two things, and let's say, yes, there is demand. Yes, there is a gap in the market. And what I mean by gap in the market is that you can definitely enter with a competitive price. You are definitely offering something unique, maybe in terms of design, materials, yeah. bundle, you name it. Uh, once yeah. you have a structure and offer that can be competitive enough, that's why we start basically designing also what we call the launch strategy for your gotcha. products, right? So this is usually the second phase. Once we have done the the full validation uh, and made sure that your products are, are, are right to be launched on Amazon, I think um, another important question actually that you need to make it, it to yourself 
before actually uh, proceeding to a launch is in which country you want to sell. Because one important thing is Amazon is in so many countries out there, right? So you need to also totally. decide that. You, I usually advise to all all the people listening this and my clients, you should start on Amazon if you have identified that Amazon is right for you on your home country, right? Because it's going to be there for you in terms of um, taxes, a paperwork, all of that. You, you know, the yeah. basics usually is easier. And then once you build some something sustainable that generate enough cash flow, you use that as a backbone to support you your expansion to other countries. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So these are the things to kind of think about before yeah. you ever launch. Yeah. hundred yeah, okay, percent. Okay. Because sometimes um, a, one big mistake I see people doing some is that uh, they open an Amazon account without doing these uh, diligences. They throw the inventory on maybe different countries and everything without doing any pre-validation. And then there is all this inventory spread around the globe. And then there is a mess to fix it. So definitely first validate uh, the product, then validate the market. And once you have the green check on both of those things, you do the launch. Now, what? how we design the launch? I think once we start talking about launching on Amazon, something super important as well is understanding your budget, right? Um, why do I say this? Because sometimes people think that launching on Amazon is just putting the listing out there and, uh, that, and that's yes. it, right? It's gonna sell. <laughs> it's gonna sell. That's it because it's Amazon, because I'm Prime, and that's it. But it doesn't. It doesn't work like that. So you need to. You need to understand what is the budget that you are looking to allocate towards the launch, um, and basically also do um, a long term plan. And what do I mean by long term plan? Usually, most products, uh, the initial two three months is mainly for building foundation. So what does it mean building foundation? It's building your initial reviews. It's building those initial sales to position you on those keywords. And it's also yeah. to start getting that awareness that you didn't have because you didn't exist before on Amazon. So yeah. you need to understand this within your budget. I, I wouldn't recommend it to people jump into Amazon and think, oh, if this doesn't give me profit on the first week or month, eh, that's all the money I have. So make sure you have some money that you, uh, you're looking to risk like any other business. Because to be honest, on Amazon, you need to give some time eh, to build that foundation and also to allow the Amazon algorithm to receive your product. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. So for, you know, for people who, you know, they've gotten to this point now where their listings are up, mm -hmm. right? They, they've sent inventory into FBA. Let's, let's talk about the difference between fulfilled by Amazon and fulfilled yeah. by merchant. Sure. What, what are the differences there and why go with either one of those? Yeah. So yeah, that's a good question. FBA and FBM, uh, for those that might not know, FBA means fulfilled by Amazon and FBA means fulfilled by merchant. Okay. So the main difference is that FBA, basically, you send your pros to Amazon and they take care of everything in terms of logistics, the returns, everything that has to do with the product and shipping and returning from their warehouse to the customer is everything taken care of by them, right? The yeah. downside of that is that, of course, you need to pay a, an extra fee on that, right? You need to pay the yes. service. And usually yeah. on average, if you combine the overall fees between the commission of Amazon, which is 15%, regardless of the method you choose, plus the FBA um, fees that you pay, usually you end up paying between 25 and 30% of what the product is selling at as a commission to Amazon. So that's usually on the FBA sales things, right? And does that include shipping costs as well? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's okay. Correct. Yeah. Gotcha. So, 20, so, so keep keep that in mind, guys. Right, twenty five to thirty percent is going to go to, to Amazon. To Amazon, but that also includes shipping. So, I mean, if you're used to having a, an MER around three, then yeah. okay, 
Yeah, that's that's why I usually always ask this question to my customers because sometimes if you didn't have an infrastructure and a warehouse that already have very good rates with UPS, FedEx, and all of that, most of the time it makes sense to pay that and go directly with Amazon because the FBM route, which is the other one, you still pay the fifteen percent commission to Amazon, but you are the one responsible to sending all the units to the customers, putting the labels, returning. Yeah. So it, you need to. And you need to take that into consideration because if you don't have competitive rates, uh, you're going to struggle. And not just that, the bad thing of FBM is that if you start delaying your shipments and you start uh, basically lowering your performance in your Amazon account, you can end up uh, having secondary effects in your account. So just sometimes even getting suspended. Sometimes you can even lose the buy box because your lower quality in terms of customer service. Losing the buy box, Wow. for those that may not know, it means that somebody goes to your page and they cannot even see the button to add to car or buy now. They will have to see additional offers, which is a very small button, and then they can find your offer because basically Amazon remove you from Whoa. your own listing as a, pre a predefined seller because you are low in quality in terms of a seller performance. So, wow, uh, so it really matters. It really yeah. matters that you have that you are a quality seller. And that's the beautiful thing Amazon that Amazon has built, right? They've really tried to level up the game so that their customer uh, experience is absolutely incredible yeah 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 so that's why fbm can sometimes backfire you because you can say okay i have better uh, rates and everything but if you don't have a if you start making mistakes and and we have clients that went through this this issue it can completely kill your momentum so i will say at the beginning if you really want to hit the ground running fba is usually the best route uh, and also you get prime badge so prime is uh, whenever you have the prime badge is very good for conventions. You know, people now want things next day or same day if possible. Uh, totally. And that helps a lot. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. This month's sponsor is Triple Whale. Triple Whale's powerful analytics platform clarifies your ad performance across marketing channels, keeping you instantly in the know. Go to triplewhale.com slash upgrowth and use promo code upgrowth for 15% off today. Now back to today's episode. Is there is there a point where it makes sense to potentially mix some FBA and FBM together if you have massive amounts of SKUs? Yeah, that's a, a very good question. So usually, um, let's say you have, as you mentioned, a lot of products that doesn't really, and let's say you have thousands of SKUs. Usually what we advise to our, our uh, clients is send your hero SKUs as FBA, right? The ones yeah. that you know based on data sell the most. And the ones that you don't have any validated data, you just add the offer as a FBM. Then over time, yeah. if you see the demand starts getting built up, then you can convert them to FBA very easily. But I wouldn't advise to send all inventory at once because first of all, most likely when your account is new, Amazon is going to allow you to send thousands of units because your inventory capacity within Amazon warehouses is going to be conditioned on your performance history. So usually if gotcha. your history is very new, then maybe it's going to limit you to two, 3,000 units compared to somebody that's been already selling a big volume in Amazon. They can send thousands and thousands of units within Amazon inventory. Yeah. Now, what's the problem with with so so say that you can you know you can send in a hundred units right yeah. of, of your hero product right and you get down to you know in one day you sell eighty of them. <laughs> yeah what happens when you sell out does that buy box go away 
Yeah, so usually um, if you send 100, and as you say, within one day, you have the good uh, the good uh, problem, which because a good problem to have that you sell them very fast. Uh, if you if you end up with no inventory, you basically go out of stock. And um, for those that might not know, in Amazon, that's the worst thing you can do. Because totally. when you go out of stock, you lose, first of all, the momentum you are building in history. Because the, yeah. those days you're out of stock, you're attributing within the system, you're making zero sales those days right? Yeah. And that yeah. is also going to kill your organic ranking. So usually what we do yeah. to combat that is that you have your FBA offer that is inventory yeah. with the Amazon warehouses, but within the same listing, which is a trick a lot of people is doing and it's very useful, you can also have an FBM offer. And therefore, cool. once the FBA go out of stock, you can keep fulfilling the FBM orders uh, through your warehouses or, or triples yeah. and therefore yeah. the history of the product doesn't die and basically you keep selling also uh, just through the fba offer right um F the fba one yeah ah gotcha gotcha okay okay so there there is a trick to make yeah. sure because that that's scary right for a lot of merchants where it's like hey i, I didn't actually <laughs> know that we would you know that we'd be selling this much right and like i, I don't want to lose that momentum so that's uh, yeah, that's that's amazing. So let's talk about what that what some of that momentum looks like and where people can start to be less reliant on on paid ads. Yeah. Uh, is there is is there a point where you just don't have to spend on paid ads anymore? Yeah, I mean, I mean, to be honest, eh, on Amazon, you always need to have some kind of paid ads in the formula. And, and that's for the simple reason that Amazon is such a competitive marketplace that if you leave those things open for the competition to come in over time. Maybe you don't see it now, but over time, people is going to take your spot organically because they're making sales over those keywords, right? Yeah. But yeah. in the long term, like all the all the brands that we manage that are very profitable, usually the ratio, once you become very mature within the Amazon space, is usually 60% coming from organic, 60-70% the remaining from ads. So usually 60-40 okay, ratio. Gotcha. That's the ratio you gotcha. want to keep. Um, but yes, at the beginning, usually the ratio is the, the other way around. You have like 60, 70% coming from ads and almost very little from organic because you need to rem remember that once you launch on Amazon, most likely you are at the bottom of all the keywords. Nobody can totally. find you organically and you need to pay yeah. your way up. Uh, and that's why you rely so much on advertising at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. Let's talk about reviews. How in the world do people actually start to get reviews on their listings? Is there some kind of strategy for that? I know there used to be some black yeah. hat sort of ways yeah, yeah. people would go about that. What's the what's the right way to do that in 2022? Yeah. So right now, the number one thing you can do and you need to be a, a brand registered with Amazon. That means you need to have a trademark and get registered with Amazon. There is something called Amazon Vine. And basically, you pay $200 to Amazon and Amazon allow you to get up to 30 reviews. And the way it works is basically you send your products to professional reviewers that Amazon have within their database. They receive yeah. your product and basically they just talk about your product and they leave very long reviews with images and videos, which is very nice. The only cool. downside is that if your product is not perfect, they also can go the, the other way. You can get a lot of totally. negative ones because they are very critical, right? So they are very detailed on how to basically is what they do for living, right? So they go very in depth with your product. So always make sure that you are definitely have your product on, on point before doing Amazon buying because otherwise it can cause those issues, which is going to happen anyway if you start getting it's... normal reviews. Yeah. So, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're scared about that, maybe go back to the, to the <laughs> yeah. drawing board with your product. 100%, 100%. So that's the yeah. first one, Amazon Vine. And the second one we do is um, 
you can use automated tools. Uh, for example, Helium Tem is one of them that allows you to every single time uh, an order is sent and received by the customer, you can send a reminder to the customer to share a review. So it can be just a thank you note and then invite them to share the honest feedback. You can't really say five star or anything like that. Just share your honest opinion. Uh, and usually the conversion rate, uh, which is industry standard, is 5%. So it's not very high. Usually out of 100 people, maybe five, six people is going to review. That's wow. the reality wow. of it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's usually it's built over volume. Those are usually the main two strategies that are waiting the TOS of Amazon. Then if, of course, there are things outside of the rules that... You, you guys know pretty much that it's paying people to the reviews, but that's not allowed by Amazon and can definitely get you in a lot of trouble if they find out, which eventually they will, 100%. Yeah. To totally. And, and, and that's the thing about all this, right, guys? Like, you know, it's funny. Like, I think back in the day, like when we first started, you know, on Instagram, we would use Instagram bots, right? That would go and comment <laughs> yeah. on people and all that kind of stuff, right? And and eventually they cut it off and eventually you look spammy, mm. right? And And eventually you get found out. So yeah. doing things the right way is generally the best, the yeah. best thing, right? You don't want something coming in like a year <laughs> and they're like, hey, these three reviews were actually wrong. You no longer have a buy box. Yeah. Right? That's a big that's a big deal. Yeah. So I know just that they shut to... down your business overnight and you're done. So and then yeah. you're done. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <That's it. laughs> um I've got another question for you uh, to do with Amazon Vine. So, so Vine, you're paying two hundred dollars. Is that two hundred dollars per product, yeah. or is that just per product? Per product, yeah. Okay. Uh, does that include variants? So, let's just say, you know, for for a clothing company, does that mean you know per size you're paying two hundred dollars, or is that just per the the the? Yeah, usually, listing? usually it's per uh, for the family of the product. Yeah. For, for the product family, okay. Yeah, and then basically the influencer would choose the color or the size or whatever they want, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. that's that's awesome. Uh, this is great. Uh, Vincenzo, this this has been awesome. I got to ask you the question that I ask everyone who comes on this podcast. What is your secret to scaling? So my secret to scaling is, to be honest, uh, my team, right? So I like so much to outsource uh, everything in terms of my, 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 my task, within my agency, that was a big thing that was really keeping me back uh, and I wasn't really scaling in my business. So uh, yeah. what I mean by outsourcing um, and delegating the task is make sure guys that from day one, sometimes I know you may think that you can't really hire a VA or somebody to support you, but there are so many tasks that are taking so much of your time. Like it can be simple things like replying to emails, uh, uh, making meetings, uh, sometimes going to your Amazon account and just uh, making sure you, you, I don't know, you reply the customer service uh, things all those things are things that you cannot source and that's definitely the key that allowed me to scale forward because if you try to do everything you, by yourself uh, you, uh, you're definitely gonna show you need to start working on your business not your business yeah absolutely absolutely great answer i i love that uh, i've got three more questions that left for you and potentially a bonus question too so sure. uh, i hope that you're ready sure awesome uh, first question favorite tool or app that you're using right now so uh, does it have to be around Amazon? It can be anything. It can be any tool, any tool. <laughs> so one tool I'm loving right now, um, which is mainly like an app, is Monday. I'm using that uh, for yeah. everything that has to be um, delegation within the team, management, and, and projects. And it's awesome. I mean, you can have even the app on your phone. You can see uh, the deadlines of your projects, uh, uh, talking to your team. And it's super, super easy to use. So yeah, check it out. Monday. Yeah. 
Awesome. Awesome. Yes. We use Monday in all of our businesses. We pay Monday a lot of money, a lot of money, and it just gets more and more. And it's just so, so absolutely, yeah. it's just totally worthwhile. Vincenzo, second question for you, favorite podcast or audio book that you're listening to right now? So um, the audio, um, I would say book I'm, 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 I'm reading right now and I'm loving it is, is the one thing. I don't know if you, if you know that. Oh, one. yes. The yes. Thing. Yes. So, the one thing. Such yeah. a good book. Such an amazing book. It, it helps you understand how you sometimes need to understand how to focus on things and, and really go for that thing that you really care in life. And uh, I love it. So I definitely recommend everybody that's struggling in terms of focusing in their career. The one thing is, is a very good book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I totally vouch for that book as well. That that was a real game changer. I forget how many years ago I read that one now or listened yeah. to it. And and I just remember being like, oh, <laughs> I'm just going to just do this thing that I'm really, really good at, which is essentially what you and I are doing right yeah, now. And exactly. fundraising and yeah. making sure our company is good. Love. And yeah. totally, totally. For, for, for me, it's just it's relationship and talking. Yeah. And that's it. And it's Love just like, it. if I can just be doing that and 90% of my schedule is doing that, I know I'm in the right direction. That's awesome. And yeah, highly, highly recommend you guys uh, listen to that one. Uh, Vincenzo, uh, another question for you. I am going to ask you the bonus question too. Yeah. But if you could sit down with anybody, you get an hour with them. Uh, you can have some coffee, tea, beer, wine, whatever you like. Who would it be? It cannot be Elon Musk. Okay. Um, well... Yeah, I would say with Jeff Bezos for sure. It's within my alley and I, I love what he has done and what he has built in terms of, you know, helping so many businesses, uh, you know, connect with so many people worldwide. I mean, that basically he had built a bridge that didn't exist before. Um, yeah, I would like to get some tips for sure and, and just learn about his journey more depth, yeah. Totally. I mean, guys, even D to C, I don't think would exist to the same extent if it weren't for Jeff Bezos, yeah, you know, like, sure. like all of it, all of this entire ecosystem, if, if he hadn't really built that out, I don't know where all of us would be. So I, I am so with you. Thanks for, for acknowledging that. Vincenzo, I got one more question for sure. you here. It's a, it's a new one that somebody asked me the other day, and I really <laughs> love this question. You got a year to live. What changes? Mm, I think I would prioritize spending more time with my loved ones. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I feel right now because I'm a very aggressive phase of my life that I'm working so much like crazy hours, you know, building the team and the businesses. But I think if I will have just one year, I will relax and 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 chill for a little bit and, and have more fun. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Great answer. <laughs> Vincenzo, where, where can people connect with you and then also connect with Ecomc? Sure. So if you want to send me a message, you can find me all the platform as a Vincenzo Toscano. I reply to almost all the messages. Any questions are welcome. And when it comes to my agency, is www.ecomc.com, E-C-O-M-C-Y.com. And we also offer a free consultation to everybody that, you know, wants to basically talk about Amazon and see how we can get you there. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. Guys, we'll make sure to put all of those links into the show notes. Thank you, everyone, again, so much for listening. Appreciate all of you so much. Thank you. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses 
businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.